The other pitfall, number two, is lacking any kind of real accountability. It's so important that you have somebody who's kind of helping hold you to the fire and hold you accountable to your goals so that when you set them and you you write them out, you say them out loud, you do all the things, you need somebody who's saying, okay, where are you at with that? How's it going? What have you done? You know, what what are the tasks this week that you're going to do that's going to to help make sure that you're able to achieve this goal on time? You really just need somebody regularly checking in with you to do that. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I'm your host, Jen Ingram, and today we are talking about creating your aligned business strategy. So last week, we were talking about overwhelm and some ways in which you can overcome overwhelm. I provided you with some tips and some some ideas of how you can kind of align your day to try and keep you out of that state of overwhelm. One of my favorite tips that I like to give is to really um, hone in on what tasks align with your energy level throughout the day. I just think that that was something that was just a game changer for me. But so then this week, what we're talking about is I'm really honing in on creating kind of that aligned strategy for yourself and getting that clarity that you need so that you don't hopefully ever enter that state of overwhelm to begin with, right? So kind of want to talk about the power in clarity for your goal setting. And if you've been following on my personal page on Facebook at all, or even Instagram, I've been posting there as well, you've seen me talk about an upcoming in-person event that I'm hosting for the vision board experience. And I've talked a little bit about the importance of having clarity in your vision and some of the experiences that I've been able to see just by gaining clarity in what I really wanted. So today we're talking about really defining that clarity and understanding the, the power in that. So, you know, this is I almost feel like I should go back in and talk about that post that I shared, but it's okay. So think of this from a perspective in your business of some of the goals that you might set where they're kind of vague. So in other words, somebody asks you, well, what do you want? And you say, well, more money, more customers, you know, more clients, whatever the case may be. I get it, right? Like ultimately that's, that's what you're asking for. But obviously, when it comes to really creating a goal for yourself or something that you can take action steps against or really understanding the big picture, that just, it's really vague when you say something like, well, I want more customers. I want more money. So this would be an opportunity for you to get really clear. Okay, well, what is it specifically that, that you want? Especially, especially when we're talking about money, it's so important to get super specific because you will get exactly what you ask for. 
So if you say something vague like, I want more money, and I come up to you and I hand you a dollar bill and I say, here you go. And you're like, well, I mean, thanks. <laughs> but a dollar is not going to get me far. And I kind of want a little bit more than that. And I'm going to say, that's, that's not what you said, though. You said you wanted more money and you officially now have $1 more than you had a moment ago. Right? That's more. That's more money. Obviously, the problem is it's not very specific. You are looking for something very specific, whether that be enough money to pay the bills this month or enough money to pay the bills this month, put away so much for taxes, put away another percentage for savings, put away another percent for a future vacation, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Getting more detailed is going to help in gaining that clarity and understanding the action steps that you need to take towards getting that achieved. And I want to be clear, talking in this moment about a goal as opposed to a vision. Your vision is something broader and in a much larger context, okay? So I'm really just talking about the goals that you have for yourself and your business and how we can kind of create a strategy for you that aligns with those goals. So the first one, obviously... Let's get specific. Don't just say I want more money or someone's going to come up and give you a dollar and you're going to be really sad. So when you're able to get super clear about that goal, you're going to know what direction you need to go, right? So once you've gotten clear on, okay, well, so what I mean is I need to gain, you know, I need to earn $10,000 this month. Okay, great. Well, is there something that you're already on track to earn? You know, let's say you're already on track to earn five grand this month. And so you're like, okay, so I have a gap of another five. What does that break down to? How much does that break down to a week? What, you know, how many widgets would I need to sell or how many programs would I need to sell? What, what does that mean? Getting really specific, it's going to help you understand the direction that you need to go. You're going to waste a lot less time and a lot less energy if you're super clear on what it is that you want and like the in the example that I just shared, the universe is here to back you. The universe has your back. It will provide for you exactly what you ask for. So you want to be super specific about that. So how, how do you do that? Okay. How do you get more clear on that goal? Well, one thing that you can try is working your way backwards. So in other words, kind of sit back and try to visualize the end goal that you want and then work your way backwards from there and then creating the steps that are needed from that point. It's kind of like, you know, you've probably heard the phrase before, reverse engineering your goals. You would want to start from, I want to start earning five-figure months. Okay. And by the way, I'm just throwing out these examples. Sometimes it's easier to speak in terms of, of money or numbers because people are familiar with hearing numbers. So I'm just using that in this example, but you know, so if you said, I want to start having five figure months. Okay. So you're talking about 10 K a month at a minimum, right? Again, you would want to be super clear. What do you mean by five figures? And then the next point then is that you want to start kind of 
backtracking from there, just like the example that I gave. Okay, well, what are you on track? You know, do you have a steady source of income that you know every month, hey, I have no problem getting this amount of sales in. That's never a problem. And then working your way backwards from there, um, taking it out into smaller chunks so that you can figure out the action steps that you would need to take by week or by day in order to achieve that goal. One of the common pitfalls, I'm going to go over a couple common pitfalls that I see with folks that are setting the goal. One thing is overambition. And here's where it gets tricky. This is why, and if you follow my page, I spoke the other day to something about why I disagree with SMART goals. And this is another reason why I don't, I really, I don't love SMART goals. So it's awesome to shoot for the stars. And you hear people tell you all the time, well, hey, you, your goal should scare you. Your goal should stretch you. You should feel stretched a little bit. Awesome. That's absolutely true. But you also want to make sure that your goal is something that's truly achievable and something, I want to make this clear, something that you can really wrap your brain around something that you are able to believe in so that you can actually create it. And I'll do a separate episode on the power of belief because I truly believe that it's just, it requires its own episode because I could go on for a really long time in the, the power of belief and how to, how to leverage that against your goal setting and your visions. But you want to make sure that, yes, you're stretched, but like they're achievable. Okay, so, in other words, you've never had a business before. You've got a brand new business. You have no help. I'm just throwing this example out here. You have no help, so you have nobody helping you with marketing. You don't have a very good reach. You, you know, just a lot of those foundational needs. And you're like, but yeah, man, in my first couple months, I fully expect, expect I'll be making, you know, not just revenue, but actual income for myself, you know, five figures, blah, blah, that's, that might be a stretch. That might not be possible depending on, again, this would highly depend on what your business is and a million other factors. But for a lot of the folks that I'm speaking to today who are ambitious women who are running their side hustle, that's pretty damn ambitious. And honestly, that might be a bit too ambitious, okay? You want to make sure that it's something that is achievable for you. So don't fall into the pitfall when you hear somebody say, well, your goal should scare you and it should stretch you. Watch yourself on that as well because you're going to be in for a lot of disappointment and you're going to feel like, man, I never reach my goals. I set goals all the time and I never reach them. And that starts to get frustrating and that starts to play with your mindset a little bit as well. And you don't want to get, you don't want to burn yourself out that because, hey, the first goals that you set for yourself were frankly just too far out. It wasn't something that was achievable. And now you're sitting in burnout. In burnout. You're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to post to social media 10 times a day, every day for the next hundred days. That's a lot. That's a lot. So that's something to think about burnout, stress, et cetera. The other one is the other pitfall, number two, is lacking any kind of real accountability. 
it's so important that you have somebody who's kind of helping hold you to the fire and hold you accountable to your goals so that when you set them and you, you write them out, you say them out loud, you do all the things, you need somebody who's saying, okay, where are you at with that? How's it going? What have you done? You know, what, what are the tasks this week that you're going to do that's going to, to help make sure that you're able to achieve this goal on time? You really just need somebody regularly checking in with you to do that. One of the examples that, that I give is, and I think because so many people are familiar with this one, with weight loss, you know, for so long, I refuse to get any real help because at the end of the day, I'm like, look, we all know what we need to do. You need to move your body. You need to get exercise in some form and you need to eat right, right? Like you need to eat clean. You know what you can't eat. You know what junk food is. Don't, don't be dumb about it, right? You know what that means. You know when you're overeating. You know when you are not mindfully eating. You know, you're sitting in front of the sit in front of the TV with a whole damn bag of Doritos or whatever. You know that. So that was always my excuse. I don't need somebody to help me. I don't need somebody to report to. I know what to do. Okay, fair. You might know what you need to do. But I promise I didn't see real lasting results until I signed up with a coach where every week I had to go report to this person. And she would ask me, hey, how did your week go? What were your wins for the week? What didn't go well? What are you enjoying? Like we talked through each and every piece. Just knowing that I had to show up for that person and that person was going to be asking me those questions. How often did you, you know, intentionally move your body this week? You know, did you, and what did you do? Did you go to the gym? Did you go on walks? How far did you walk? You know, she's going to be asking me all these questions, just the thought. Just the thought that somebody was going to be asking me those questions and that I needed to report back to somebody kept me on track with my goals because there was no way that I wanted to show up and meet with her only to say, you know what? I didn't do anything. I ate like an asshole all week. I never left my house. Honestly, I didn't even really get dressed. I kind of just stayed in bed. Oh, not because I didn't feel well, but just because, you know, I just, I mean, I guess I didn't feel well. The sky was gray. So yeah, right? Like there was no way I wanted to show up saying that. There was no way. So what did I do? I made sure to do all the things that I knew I was supposed to do. I made sure to do the things that she and I discussed in the week prior. I made sure that I was going to do them so that when I met with her again, I had an accurate update for her and I could say, here's all the things that I did this week. I drank all my water. I I went on a walk and I went to the gym, right? Like I've got all the things down. So accountability, that is pitfall number two. The lack of accountability for your goals is going to prevent you from being able to stick to them. So having somebody that you can regularly check in with is an absolute game changer, whether that be a coach or a mentor, or maybe you've got a, a friend group that can act as an accountability group. My only caution in the friend group is it that it can be really easy to, as friends, because we all do this, um, you'll show up, and I see this so often with like exercise buddies, right? It's kind of like you call each other, hey, you going to the gym today? 
God, you know, it's Friday. You know, it sounds really good for a Friday, like happy hour. And so then, you know, then you're like, that does sound good. You know, I don't really feel like going either. I'm so glad you said you didn't feel like going because now I feel like I don't have to go because you said it, right? So I would I would say when it comes to creating some sort of accountability, I would recommend a coach or a partner or somebody who is not necessarily in the same exact boat that you are in because they're, you're, you're going to feel a little bit more accountable to them than you would your friend who's also going to be exercising with you who's going through the same trials and tribulations that you are. Because while they can understand it, misery loves company. So that, that can be a tricky one. The third pitfall is not taking a look at your goal not reviewing it and making adjustments, right? So in other words, you set your goal, especially if if you're someone who's like, oh, I like to set a new goal for myself at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the quarter or the beginning of the year. Actually, let's use the example of a year, okay? So you set a bunch of goals at the beginning of the year, but you don't take the time throughout the year to review and reassess those goals and say, hey, is this still where I'm at? Does this still make sense? do I still think that this is something that's achievable? What am I doing to, to take actions towards achieving this? You know, really kind of asking yourself, does this goal make sense? And, or do I need to adjust that? Am I on a track to where I underestimated what I could do? And I do need to stretch myself just a little bit further and move that goal out to keep myself going whatever that scenario may look like, but just that review and adjustment of that goal is super important. So don't fall victim to that pitfall and and forget to go back and read your goal and adjust if you need to. All right. So thinking about a couple of weeks ago when I talked about your vision and your values, one of the things that I said was that it's really important that your overall your values are in alignment with your vision. And I gave some examples of, you know, maybe your values are around family time, quality time. Maybe you value, um, maybe you value the simplicity of life. Maybe that's super value to you that, yeah, valuable to you. (laughs) Anyways, But that it's important that when you're thinking about your vision, is it in alignment with the values that you hold close to yourself? So this is super important because whatever it is that you're doing in your business, it really should resonate with those core values that you have and that larger vision that you have for yourself. It's going to keep you in alignment. It's going to keep you in integrity. It's going to keep you feeling like you're being authentic authentic because you're actually going to be doing the things that you said you were going to do without feeling like, okay, well, I, I kind of said I was going to do this, but this just, this is not me. Let me give an example. I was in a group yesterday and somebody posted something about, you know, don't ever claim that you've made a certain amount of money in your business by doing a certain thing if it's not true. Like that, that's just, first of all, <laughs> for so many of us, that just feels so icky because it, it's just wrong. 
right? Like in my mind, I'm like, that's just wrong. I'm, I'm never going to talk about money unless I've done that. But so somebody commented and said, no, no, I worked with somebody and it was this business coach who was telling people, if you've launched something, whatever your launch was, 10X it and share with other people that that was what you got, what you did for your launch. And I was like, that's just wrong. And it's just wrong to be telling your clients to do that. And of course, the analogy was, oh, this looks so much better. You're going to attract more, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, that is completely out of alignment for me. Like, that's just a blatant lie. That's just literally taking a number going, you know what? I'm just going to 10 exit it and claim it. Okay, but that's a lie. Like, there's, it's, it's so damn important that you're able to remain authentic to who you are and to what your values are. And so you've got to know what those values are so that if you're entering into, you know, if you're talking to somebody or, or you are entering into a working relationship with somebody, you're super clear on what those are. So if they try and tell you something where you feel like it's basically lying to people, you're going to be totally fine telling them, no thanks. I don't think that this is for me. I don't think this relationship is for me. I appreciate it, but I'm going to need to work with somebody. Like you're going to feel so good and empowered to even be able to say that because you're going to be super crystal clear on the fact that what they're asking you to do is not within your values and not part of who you are. It, it'll just be crystal clear. And for those of you who say, but I struggle to say no, you will not have trouble saying no when you're clear on exactly what your values are. So it's super important that you know those and that you're able to keep those in alignment with whatever strategies you're creating for yourself. Yep. So I kind of just went over that and that kind of covered, there was two points that I wanted to make with that one, know your values, right? That's, that's important because you've got to make sure that those are in alignment, but also it allows you to kind of do a little bit of an audit as you are in the, in the last one, I said, one of your pitfalls could be that you don't go back and review your review, your goals and adjust them accordingly. So the other thing about your values, when you're going back and you're reviewing your goals and you're looking to see if you need to adjust it in any way, again, you get to ask yourself, is this in line with my values? Is this in line with what I want to do? If I value quality time, the, you know, let's just, and I'm throwing this out there. This is my love language. This is how I want to engage in relationships in my life is with quality time. But my goal is that I'm going to be outside of the house in different networking groups for eight plus hours a day. And then I'm going to post to social media 10 times a day and blah, blah, blah. Basically making yourself unavailable for the quality time to the people who matter to you. You're going to be out of alignment. You're going to be out of alignment. It's going to make those tasks that much damn harder to do. And then you're not going to achieve your goal. And then what's going to happen? Then you're going to be mad. You're going to be like, I set all these goals. I'm still not doing it. You're going to start creating a belief cycle of this is hard. I can't do it. I failed, right? 
Here steps in all the different stories. It's absolutely imperative that as you're setting up your goals and you're looking at them, you are clear on what your values are and whether or not these goals are in alignment with your values. This is why this is so important. Yeah, I hope that helped. I, I tried to think of a couple of recent examples, but I, I feel like when it's truly not in alignment, you're going to know, even if initially, when you initially set the goal, you don't completely recognize it as being out of alignment, I promise you that as you start taking steps towards it and you start doing it, it's you're going to feel it. You're going to know it. You're going to be like, oh, okay, this isn't what I wanted. This isn't what I wanted at all. And that the reason that feeling starts to happen, the reason that you start to go, okay, well, I thought I wanted this, but now I feel like it turns out this is not what I wanted is because you're out of alignment. You're out of alignment with your values. And so now you get to, you know, you get to <laughs> adjust your adjust your goals accordingly. All right. So that was just, that was a couple of examples. I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys some, some really good examples. I'm trying to think for me personally, I mean, there's been several times that things were just not in. Okay. Here's the other one. That's so not in alignment with me. I hate this. This strategy is not for me. It's because this is not the way I buy. And so this is not the way that I want to sell the whole thing about, well, you know, when you're first starting out, make a list of a hundred people that, you know, and reach, reach out to all hundred people and ask them if they will support. I, I'm not doing it. I won't do it. I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't like to buy in that manner when some old friend from high school messages me on Facebook and say, Hey girl, Hey, you want to buy this? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't like to buy that way. So I don't want to sell that way. That's completely not in alignment with who I am. But at the same token, let's say we are friends on Facebook or whatever, and I see you just sharing what it is that you're up to and you're sharing, you know, something about this thing that you're doing or a product you're selling, whatever it may be. I'm probably going to be a lot more likely to be like, good for her. You know what? I might check that out. I want to be far more likely to do that than I am if you show up in my DMs like, hey, you were in my list of 100 people. Oh my God. No, not doing it. <laughs> Again, like when I say once you know what's in alignment with you, it gets super clear and you're able to just say no. And you don't have to think twice about saying no. That was one of the things that I, I had worked with a, a coach. I was in a mastermind. It's been almost two years now, I think. And she was so adamant that we could not move forward until we had that list of a hundred. And I was like, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't care. Like I'm not doing it. It's not me. I don't want to buy that way. So I don't want to sell that way. It doesn't feel good to me. I enjoy buying when there's like something exciting, something enticing. I love like somebody's like, Hey, I want to sell you this mystery box. It's a box. You know, maybe they'll even tell me the, the shape and size of the box. Can't tell you what it's in there. I can tell you the value of what is in the box is X, Y, Z. I'm going to sell it to you, though, at, you know, 
75% of the value. I'm like, sold. I don't even know what the hell it is. I don't even know. The excitement, though, of learning of the surprise, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I will buy like that all day long. Like, I'm, yeah, I do. And I, and I do it all the time. Have I been disappointed by that before? Yeah, sure. But have I also, like, got some really super cool shit that way? Yeah. There's this, there's this online boutique that I belong to, and I, I've followed them for years now. And every year for Black Friday, they do a mystery sale. And you don't know. And they do pre-orders for this. The pre-order, I already gave my pre-order last month. Like, I gave the pre-order last month. Like, they start collecting it early. And I've done it the last several years. You don't know what you're going to get. You know you're going to get a minimum of th four items. It could be leggings, a shirt, a scarf, and a hair clip. It could be, oh, I think one year ended up being like a pajama set, some fuzzy socks, and something else. I don't know. But, like, you don't know. But you know it's going to be super cute. If you followed the boutique at all, you know their style, you know their vibe, you know the whole shit, you know the kind of products that they they sell, right? Like, you've got that no like, and trust. I, I, every year I buy it. Every year I buy it, I've never regretted it, ever. And I, of course, have my pre-sale in for this year because I would do it again. I freaking love. So that's just an example of like something that feels good to me because I enjoy it. So that's why I enjoy sometimes when I get to like post something on social media or I'll share something in the group. But I'm like, Psst, something's coming, something exciting. Like I'm planning something like to me, that's so exciting. That's so enticing. I love to buy that way. So for me, I'm going to live to sell that way. And I didn't mean this to become like a buyer seller thing, but I'm just kind of giving you an example that like, if there's something that is in alignment with you, you're going to know it. If it's not in alignment with you, if you're like, there's no way in holy hell I would ever buy a mystery box of anything, then I would never, as a coach, I would never ask you to sell that way. And you're going to want to know that about you so that if a coach does try to tell you that, you're going to be able to say no. It's so important that you are in alignment with what your values are and who you are and what makes you happy so that you can be in alignment when you're setting those goals and you're working with somebody because, yeah, if, if as your coach, I was like, okay, you need to go ahead and set up a goal of at least three times a year, you're going to do a mystery product. Like, if that's not your jam, oh, my God, like, that's just not going to work out. Like, if that's their whole strategy, can you imagine? And you were one of those people who was like, I, I've never bought a mystery item in my entire life, nor will I. And, and I am, a, you guys, I am like a mystery item fiend. I will even buy from those. There's this auction that I follow and it's Amazon returns. <gasps> I follow those auctions all the time and it's just returns from Amazon. That's how I got, I have a, I have a standing desk and then I have like a little walking pad treadmill thing under my desk. And, and that's how I got that. I got that on the Amazon return auction. And like, you don't know, it'll just be like, this is a return. The box is banged up. We're pretty sure this is what's inside. Like, and you don't know. And I'm like, buy, buy it, done, sold. Yeah. You, you just got to know you. You got to know what you're in alignment with and what you feel good about. 
And so that you can go from there. All right. I think that's all that I wanted to share today. I really wanted to speak to the fact that when you are setting your goals and you're trying to look at strategy and you're thinking about, okay, well, how can I be clear on what my goals are and create the strategy to align with what I want to do, what feels good to me? This is what it boils down to. Setting goals that are truly achievable for you, knowing your values and your overall vision, taking your bigger vision, reverse engineering that into your goals so you can break that down into smaller chunks that are a bit more bite-sized, a bit more manageable, reviewing those goals, making sure that they are in alignment with who you are and making sure that any strategy that you are creating for your business is in alignment with who you are. Super important. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. I appreciate all of you for hopping on. And by the way, if you're not in the group, like, what are you doing? Come on, come on, hang out with us in the Whole Lot of Shift group. There is something, as I alluded to last month, there's something coming up for the group specifically. So there's more to come on that. And until next time, keep making shift happen. Bye now. <laughs>